Do you have everything you need in your get-home bag? Are you sure? We'll discuss ten more items, often overlooked in our bags, when we come back. practical prepping podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. We're on the road today, literally on the road today. Mm Mm-hmm. We are traveling back home. We had a wonderful visit with one of our grandsons and his parents over the holiday weekend. So now it's time to get back to the salt mine to make (laughs) enough money to buy some gas to visit more of the grandchildren. That's right. So uh, we've actually got that next trip planned, and it'll just be a two-day, one-night, two-day weekend trip for that one, but... Still got to save up and buy a tank of gas for that. So. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's really an expensive date now is just going out to buy gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I did buy a full tank the other day for $22. You did? Yeah. For the lawnmower. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Funny. Funny. But, yeah, Funny. we have had a great time traveling And as Krista mentioned a while ago, we're going to talk about 10 more items that are often overlooked in our bags, whether you call it a bug out bag or a get home bag or a car bag as we do. There's some things that uh, you might find that you don't have in yours that you might want to consider. In fact, going down this list, did you know that there are six items on this list today that are not in my car bag well i'm glad we're doing this segment then <laughs> and there's some things in here that's not in yours mm, so oh. we're, we're gonna have to to work on some we're of that we're gonna have to level up our game yep when we get back a little later today we'll get back and probably tomorrow at least by the weekend we need to go through those bags completely and just check and make sure what we do and don't have that's a good call you know we need to go through and pull out any expired foods and maybe restock with something fresher you know just a good overall look-see might pull it out and eat it (laughs) well that's true so anyway let's just before we get started let's mention our sponsors here today and uh, we certainly appreciate our sponsors and all that they help us and allow us to do Yes, our sponsor, uh, one of our sponsors is Clean Start. They're one of our newer ones. Uh, They produce a hand sanitizer and antiseptic as an all-in-one. There's a 25% discount link on our website, so check that out. And base handgun training system. This is a video-based handgun training. And if you haven't had formal training with your handgun, you need to check out the base handgun training system. And there's a discount link to that as well on our website. Jim Curtis Knives. We certainly appreciate Jim Curtis Knives. He's been with us from the very beginning. Jim builds beautiful, functional, and affordable custom knives. And you can see Jim's work on Facebook at Jim Curtis Knives. Also, one of our steady sponsors is ProLine Digital Group. They build websites and apps, and they do website hosting. They can also provide your business with leads for people looking for your products or services. Let's get into our 10 
more items, and it's listed as 10 more because we've done some items often overlooked in the past, and I believe there's even an article on that. And we will put these in, what, the show notes so that people can find them if they need the list of them. Okay. Or you can go back and we'll be glad for you to go back and listen to it a second time. Absolutely. Number one on the list, sunglasses. Yeah, sunglasses is one of those things that when you need them, you need them. You know, sunglasses or like I use clip-ons because Mm -hmm. I wear regular glasses. But that's actually something I think a lot of folks do overlook is that sunglasses, doesn't matter if it's summer or winter, you're going to need eye protection. Exactly. And one of the things that I have started doing because good quality sunglasses have gotten expensive. Mm -hmm. And I started going to the home improvement box store and I'm buying shaded safety glasses. Oh yeah, they're real cool looking. They look like regular Mm -hmm. sporty sunglasses, but they are actually safety glasses. Exactly. And that is great protection for being out working chainsawing, which I don't do a lot of anymore, but I do a lot of weed eating, and I've got to do a lot of weed eating starting tomorrow when I get home. And these are very inexpensive when they, you buy them at the big box. They are. And you can get them anywhere from 4 bucks to the, for the cheap ones up to 25 or $30 mm-hmm. for the really, really stylish ones. And that's kind of on the very cheap end of regular sunglasses. But now the sunglasses, I figured out I don't have a a pair of sunglasses in my bag. Yeah. Now, I usually have them in the vehicle with me. But you may have your bag in your possession but not be at your vehicle. Exactly. Or be in somebody else's vehicle there. Mm -hmm. Now, when we talk about the sun, there's another sun thing we need, and that's sunscreen. Oh, yes. And you know where I've learned to put sunscreen on with Where's that? If I'm not wearing a hat. On the top of your right head. Right up here on the top of You my know, a lot, I've learned, too, with mothers with a lot of little babies and infants, they'll pat sunscreen down onto their little scalp, too, because mm-hmm. that can be a neglected part, just like the top of your ears. Mm-hmm. Also, remember to sunscreen anywhere the sun might touch. Or be reflected. Sun. Now, or I got reflected. into that one time yeah. fishing. I was wearing a, a pretty large hat, and so I was pretty shielded from the sun. But the sun was reflecting up off of that water in the boat, and the back of my ears got just toasted. Ooh, owie. So we need that sunscreen in that bag just in case we are having to use it as a get-home bag, and we're going to be out in the sun for quite some period of time. So check your bag and see if you've got your sunscreen. Number three on our list is insect repellent. And if you live in certain regions of our nation, you'll find that you'll have to deal with insects sometimes three seasons of the year, mm-hmm. particularly the bitey, stingy kinds, the mosquitoes, the bees, the wasps, the hornets, and the whatnot. So you definitely want some insect repellent. You want to reapply that if you do a lot of sweating or if you're going through water. You really just don't want to have the aggravation of bug bites. And if you're in some of these southern states down here for the mosquitoes, you might want to consider a 410 shotgun. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, they the joke is the mosquito is Alabama State bird. And they, a lot of people don't think that's a joke. And they are bloodsuckers, <laughs> too. They are. All right, here's one that's not in your bag, and that is a cap or headwear. Mm-hmm. Now, there's often one in the vehicle. Or like a ball cap. A ball cap, and I've got a couple of those boonie hats in the Jeep, mm-hmm. and those are great. Now, what I do like about them, they will provide great sun protection from above, 
And they will also provide rain protection. They can. And some of them can be folded rather flat, so they're Mm -hmm. not that big to smush down into a bag. Yeah, I think they call them crushable. Right, And you can just wad it up and stick it in your bag. That's a good call. And if nothing else, put a ball cap in there. Now, I do wear a ball cap a fair amount. There's one on the dash of the Jeep right now that, you know, I have up here to wear. That's something that we get out to get gas. I'm subject to put that on, and it helps shade the eyes, but it will protect your head. Well, thinking about headwear, too, think seasonal. Let's say that you're in, oh, I don't know, Montana in February. You're probably dealing with some ice and snow. So gonna you may need gonna need more than a ball cap. Oh yeah. You're gonna need something more seasonably appropriate. Yeah, that's gonna have to have some insulation to it. Yeah, you're looking at a ski cap or a one of those uh we call them Cousin Eddie hats <laughs> for the movie that's got the ear flaps, you know, on the side. You know, a heavy winter type of covering. You know, make sure that your get home bag is seasonally appropriate for wherever mm-hmm. you're gonna be walking around. Number five on the list, a sewing kit. And you can get these remarkably small, easy to pack, basic, you know, just extremely fundamental, you know, sewing needle thread, maybe a small little pair of scissors, or you might have a cutting blade already, uh, and a few couple of buttons, you know, just a sewing kit, because you may be able to do some mending of some things as necessary. Putting a button back on might be a very important thing to do. Yeah, especially if that button is on your pants and you're trying to get home and that button has popped off. And even if you don't get one of the, and the kits you're talking about, they're real flat. Yeah, they're, they're almost they're, like an Altoid tin. Uh, or as even, far as or even flatter. Yeah, exactly. But you could also build one, a small sewing kit, and this is where you're not really carrying what color of thread you're carrying. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to match the color of no, the thread. No, most sewing kits are pretty basic. They're white, white thread, black thread, and maybe red thread. You yeah, know. and this, it doesn't matter, but you could actually build that little sewing kit in an empty medicine bottle. You could do that like a pill bottle, mm-hmm. those orange pharmacy bottles. Exactly. Some of them are can really hold quite a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Seam and, ripper, a little pair of scissors or something. Well, you know? no, we're not trying to get out there to make clothes. No, but. no, no. But, I mean, some of these little tools could be helpful oh, yeah, out yeah. there in, the, in and, the need. And if you're off someplace, and, you know, we've used our car bags more with the grandsons for first aid. Mm-hmm. But you could also need to sew something up when you're at the ball game for well, them. You can. Any kind of thing like that. All right, let's talk about Clean Start for a moment. We mentioned them in the earlier part of the show. Now, oh, so we're, we're going to do a sponsor spotlight. Okay. Yeah. And that is Clean Start. Now, Clean Start is a non-alcohol-based hand sanitizer and antiseptic in one bottle. Yes. Now, it comes as a 40X concentrate. Mm-hmm. And what that means to us as preppers, and and really it's 3.2 ounce bottle makes a gallon, but what it really does, where it really makes sense for preppers in the storage perspective is you don't have to store near as much. Clean Start is FDA registered, and it doesn't dry your skin like alcohol-based hand sanitizers. That's good. Now, we had uh, Mexican dinner with the grandson and family last night, and we got in, sat down, and I gave you a couple of squirts out of my bottle of Clean Start. It's kind of like a foam. It it comes out as a foam, Mm -hmm. 
and I carry that either in my bag or in my pocket, depending on how I'm dressed. In uniform, it's always in my left pocket. And I gave you a couple of squirts of that, and you even commented that your hands didn't feel sticky or dried out. Right. My hands felt clean, but they didn't feel dried out. It, yeah. it was, And I, I'm glad to know I actually have a little cut on my left hand, and I did not feel any sting because there's no alcohol in this antiseptic, and I like that a lot. I, I do too, but now, and of course, I cut myself a lot. You know, I wind up with all kinds of bangs and scrapes and scratches and squirt a little clean start on there, and it works as an antiseptic. And unlike alcohol-based hand sanitizers, Clean Start keeps killing germs for up to two hours. That's fantastic. So that's a great thing. Now, a starter kit comes with a couple of bottles of the concentrate, comes with a mixing jug, comes with several of the foam applicator pump bottles. And like I said, I carry one of those three-ounce pump bottles in my bag every single day. Now, Clean Start's offering our listeners a 25% discount when you use the link on practicalprepping.info. So check it out. Also check out ProLine Digital Group because they are excellent at website creation, website hosting, and app development. You know, there are a lot of organizations like a church, a school, or a business that need to have some sort of an app. And ProLine Digital Group is the group that can build that for you. They also provide digital leads for people looking to purchase your products or services. Let me just give you a little list of maybe who this would appeal to. Attorneys, therapists, automotive garages, body shops, lawn care companies, doctors, dentists, babysitters, dog walkers, house sitters. Any of these types of small business service providers could really uh, use the services of ProLine Digital Group because of their digital leads. Now, don't forget, ProLine Digital Group can create your website, they can host your website, they can develop your app, and they can provide digital leads for you. So remember, when you need those types of services, Remember, ProLine Digital Group. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue with our 10 more items often overlooked in our bags. And what would number six be? Number six would be a dust mask. Yeah, a lot of times now, even the type of... Uh, what we called face diapers during the COVID lockdown. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, is a dust mask any different from uh, the other face mask? Not that... really, but, okay. but it's something if we're in a very dusty environment that we need to be able to keep that dust out of our nostrils, out of our lungs, and be able to breathe better through that. Some people will find that they really do need these during spring with allergies. Mm. And if Mm -hmm. we're trying to trek home, then we may have to go through the goldenrod field. For those not familiar with goldenrod, it's what we call weed down here, but it It gives people with allergies tremendous problems during the spring. Mm -hmm. And you might want that dust mask to be able to filter that type of stuff out. Right, that's a good call. Okay, and number seven on the list would be super glue, which is a good all-around glue. If you've ever had any on your fingers, you know how well it sticks. Yeah, and that's one reason that... We can use it, and this is in our bags. You can actually use super glue in a pinch for skin closure 
for not real serious cuts. I see. But uh, a cut that might take a couple of stitches. I see. Just not the internal stitches, but surface stitches. And you can put that back together. It's basically the same thing that Dermabond that they use in the hospital emergency room Mm. to glue wounds back together. And so clean it out good with some clean start. There you go. Let it dry off a little bit Mm -hmm. and then put you a little bit of bead of glue on there. Hold it together and put that bead of glue on there and let it dry. And there you go. And, of course, it can be used for repairs if Mm -hmm. you're having to glue or tack something very quickly. Uh, Super glue, not only does it stick well, it sticks fast. It does. You don't have to wait a long time for it to set up. It does. Now, here's one that neither one of us have in our bags, and we will be doing this, especially since I have a tendency to turn an ankle at times. Mm -hmm. And these are chemical ice packs. Now, what is a chemical ice pack? Well, it's it's a bag that, and you can buy them at all sorts of discount stores. And you squeeze it and pop the bag inside the bag, and that mixes with the chemical that's inside, and it gets very very cold. Oh, so you just activate it at that time? Exactly. Okay. You activated a cold pack. Now they do come as heat packs as well. Oh, okay. You you can get heat packs. But now, interestingly, I'll tell you this, if you go to some of the discount stores to buy, to stock up on coal packs, there may be a limit on the number that you can buy. And the reason there may be is this is one of the ingredients that's often used in cooking methamphetamine. I did not know that. So that it's also a very highly stolen item. Wow. In some of your discount stores. So, so. be prepared perhaps to offer some ID and mm. different states may have different ordinances about they, they do. who can buy and and for what reason. But you may just have to explain that, hey, I'm buying enough for our softball team. I'm buying enough. I've got, we've got six grandkids. I mean, mm. we want to stock up on some of these things. And it may be that you have to buy two or three today and two or three later. But Okay. And part of it is how you dress and how you act and, you know, do, you have, all, do you have all your teeth. Okay. All right. So number nine on the list then, let's jump ahead. A toothache kit. You know, I'll be honest, full disclosure, I'd never thought about that. Mm-mm. And it makes a lot of sense because you don't really know what may happen. You may have to live out of your get-home bag for a couple of months or so. And what's going to happen if you have have that uh, very painful toothache? And a toothache kit, you can purchase those actually at the mm-hmm. drugstore. Mm-hmm. They usually contain oil of clove and a cotton ball, some toothpicks. You can make a Q-tip. When you put that oil of clove on it and you rub it around the gum uh-huh. and around that tooth... Then let that cotton slip off of the toothpick and stay and okay, in place just kind of stay there beside that tooth. Okay. And I've used these when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I remember Dad getting me one. I guess I was about nine or ten years old, and this was when you couldn't find a weekend dentist. I oh, mean, sure. You know, you were done till Monday, and so I've actually used those. Now, you could also make this kit, and this would be another good thing to put into a little used medicine bottle. 
prescription bottle. Okay, great. You put your little bottle of oil of clove in there, put you a few toothpicks in there, and put a cotton ball there to hold it together, and you're ready to go. If, and if there's room, you may want to have like some aura gel or baby oh, aura that, gel. That Could would be great. A little tube of that would be a good thing to have on hand, too. I think we do have, I know we have that at home, uh, in our mm-hmm. kit at home. And we have that because of, you know, having had the grandchildren there and stuff. We've got some teethers, too. Mm -hmm. Some of our grandchildren are babies. Yeah. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. teething. Yeah, some of them's mommies and some of them's babies. (laughs) All right, number 10 on the list, and this is one that is in our bags, and that is because we love our coffee. We do. And... You can get these uh, single-serving, almost like tea bags, but they're coffee bags. Yes, Folgers makes a brand of coffee bags. Several make them now. Oh, they do? But what we're talking about here is carrying instant coffee or those coffee bags. And Mm -hmm. I like the bags better than I do the coffee, uh, instant coffee, because it's actually steeping in there. Put it in a cup of boiling water and let it sit for about a minute and jiggle it up and down a few times and... You got a pretty decent cup of coffee. Pretty nice. So, so that's that's something good to have. Mm-hmm. And if you're carrying that single wall stainless steel water bottle, you can put that on a fire and heat up your water. Okay. Now you can't do that with an insulated. No, you ha- cannot be a double wall. No, that insulated Has to be a one single will wall. blow up on you. So. All right, now there's 10 more things that we've come up with, and six of which are not in my bag. Well, we're going to make and some changes, so and I hope that, that hope and we've inspired you to think about what's in your get-home bag. And even if it's only just one thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's good to know. So we like imparting this information to you and sharing to you because we think it's practical. And if you carry something in your bag that you think that is often overlooked by others, please drop us an email. And we might even share that in the newsletter. We might share it on the website. Now, any number of places that we could share that, and certainly on the podcast. But we would welcome your suggestions with that. And speaking of emailing us, uh, we're looking for a couple of podcast interviews. We would like to have someone... And one of the things, one of the issues that we would like to cover, and I keep seeing people asking questions on, if you or your spouse was a prepper and the other one was resistant, and, you know, we see that question all the time, how do you get your spouse on board when they're not a prepper? Mm -hmm. And so if you've been in that situation and they came home and said one day, like Lindsay's husband said, you're officially not crazy after the I-95 snowstorms, and he came home and said, you are officially not crazy. Now, what do we need to do? So if you have a spouse like that, or if you were that spouse, we would be very, very interested in interviewing you for the podcast. So just drop us an email, and we'll get back in touch with you. We'll work out some details on that. Krista, anything else you want to add before we go? Friends, we want you to be careful and safe out there for the summer because all kinds of stuff can happen. So we want all of our listeners to stay prepared. And we'll see you next time.